Welcome to The High Ground, a Star Wars Shatterpoint podcast. Hello and welcome back to The High Ground. Uh, my name's Mike Berry and I am here alongside Matt Bronson and we are going to talk about some mini extravaganza Shatterpoint stuff today. How you doing, Matt? Woot woot. Oh, very excited. Very excited. Yeah, I uh, is... I'm in the middle of a move, so my the viewers may see the setup is a little different. I'll try to not have my microphone covering my face all that much. You're good. Just don't um, hit it. Just just don't hit your microphone. That's all. I saw you do that in your last cast. No. I oh darn, you saw. I was about <laughs> I to didn't. say I, you would think I was a professional by now, but I am not. I think I think you're in that category. You just it's sometimes it's easy to get you know. I don't know, a little flaily with the hands, you know. I get very excited, and I know last weekend, I think I remembered, Mini. speaking of just being excited, Mini Stravaganza, great, uh, great tie-in, but when it was happening, I was like, oh yeah, I think today they were going to talk about some uh, Shatterpoint stuff, and I realized this at like 8.50 Pacific time. And the panel started nine o'clock Pacific time. So as soon as I remembered, we essentially started getting the previews rolling in. So <laughs> it was a very short, I didn't have to wait very long. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, anybody who's playing Shatterpoint and thought that like, I don't know, they were just going to give us a like large saturation of releases at the start and kind of like wean us off. Uh, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> I... I mean, there's going to be, from what we can tell, no plastic uh, released until the new year. That's fair. I, I'm sure that wasn't their intention um, for various reasons that we don't really have to speculate on, but yeah, yeah. it is it what it is. Seems pretty um, obvious that that wouldn't be the plan. It's not the plan, exactly. But yeah. hey, here we are. There's a lot of awesome stuff coming. Um, so and cool. honestly, we've had so much come out already. It's kind of going to be a good opportunity to try out new combinations kind of catch our breath um because i think with with two squad packs coming out every month it's kind of like okay here i've got this idea for a squad let me try it a few times oh now there's new stuff you know so you can't really try all the iterations of mace with this person mace with that person talzin with this person the, me the meta also never really stabilizes right it's like there's mm -hmm. always like a new release coming out so not that we're like really in a competitive place with shatterpoint yet to really like have a meta i feel like yeah um but i think like you know with the pace it's kind of hard to even establish one um, i was a former armada player and <laughs> i actually really appreciated that like when people would complain about the slow release schedule now this was back in the day when they actually did get releases just yeah they got releases like once every six months right yeah i yeah. i like that because it's a, a true meta is like something that develops and then you counter pick it yeah and then you counter the counter pick so we'll see yeah. if we get big events and if a meta develops but i sorry i cut you you were trying to no, no, dive into the meat and then i i, I was gonna i was back. definitely gonna dive into the meat and potatoes here um you know so we got a ton of spoilers we're obviously going to talk about um a lot of them today we're going to probably focus on the ones that we actually got rules for we will talk about all of them if we have time um but uh uh and we're gonna kind of just go through them in order so here we are uh i mean we've already got paddle on ahsoka in the wild this is plo Koon and who's his buddy do you know the name of his buddy uh, wolf wolf 
wolf. Yeah, and, the wolf uh, who is jetpacking off of a tactical debris or something. It's yeah, it's a it's pretty, pretty extra dope. model. I love it. I so um I really like the direction that models like this literally and figuratively take. Um and just like I like the boil model in Legion, I think is my favorite favorite Legion model that they've released so far. It's just like I don't know, it's just so different. Um mm -hmm. and this this model kind of fits in there with with that for me. Interesting. I it's a little over the top for my liking, but Hey, um, I like I like the things that are a little different. I don't want guy, you know, with wide stance shooting number seventeen, like, like that. <laughs> but something like you know the mace or even this plow model, I actually really like. It's just a different kind of Jedi pose, yeah, uh, than what we've seen before. So there we go, a little something for everybody. Just in totally, this totally. You know, uh, we've got you know more generic clones. Is this is this the wolf pack? That is the wolf pack, and okay. um. I'm guessing it's not in the slideshow, but we have seen the unit card for the Wolf Pack. Okay. I think that was way back at some UK event, even before the game was released, mm -hmm. where they look like they're probably going to be the melee clones. Instead okay. of dash and hunker, they get a dash and focus. They have pack hunters, which makes sense because of the Wolf Pack, sure. um, which is what Gar Saxon has. So they get extra dice when they're engaged when the enemy they're punching is also engaged with other clones. Um, and then coordinated fire strain and eight health clones with eight health. Finally. Oh, that's, that's we big. I, I feel like uh, with a melee stat block, their unit card, their, their models don't really say I'm a melee character. No, nope. <laughs> nope. but, but the sniper rifles. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's fine. Whatever. Um, well, we'll right. see what, we'll see what their stances are. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. What this is it. Right. Like, so, um, I feel like this was kind of one of the big splashy reveals of of really all of Mini Stravaganza was the the unit card and stat blocks for Jedi Master Plo Koon. If if you want to actually like proxy and like try things out from Mini Stravaganza, Plo Koon is essentially the only unit that you can proxy and play right now. You know, sure. if you want to say, hey, Obi Wan is actually Plo, you can do it because. We have enough stuff. We can put a squad together with him, and we have all the rules. So, yeah, yeah I'd I'd agree that he's the biggest one. Yeah. Um, and we don't we don't have to go through everything, but for me, the highlights are he has kind of a mace like ability where he can dash himself and some friends. He's yep. got force push. He's got deflect so that people you know he's tough to shoot, and he's got a uh, we can get into the identity a little bit. Um, after, but just those two things, like someone who can move friends and someone with a guaranteed push or pull are things that go really well in Republic. Um, until we had Mace, you know, we've got units like Obi-Wan or Vader who can go up and kill a guy or shove a guy off a point. And they're really good at that, but that's kind of all they can do. And that's adding one body to a point, taking one body off of a point. Yep. And that's not all that impactful in a lot of situations. Whereas Plo can put three bodies on a point and then shove two bodies off of a point. Like, he can do all sorts of things, um, which really fills a hole. Now, it's expensive. He only brings three force. Force push costs two. That will be the limitation. Um, but he does get it for free in, in one of his stances, his only good stance. I would say it's only good stance. Uh, the 
the the hot takes starting already. Um, so let's talk a little bit about his uh identity ability. We can do this the simple way or the difficult way. Um, I feel like you know, like every other identity ability, it really defines the character. I think it's probably worth just reading this one out. While this unit is not wounded when another allied Galactic Republic character within three is targeted by an attack. This unit may gain exposed. If it does, the defending character may use this unit's defensive expertise chart during the attack. Then, after the attack is resolved, if the defending character was a trooper or Padawan, one character in this unit may dash toward the attacker. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be disagreeing here in that I don't think this defines Plo all that much. Okay. I don't think it's great. And I agree, usually the the identity is like huge for the person, but I was I was running the numbers. So when I was looking at it, I was just thinking, okay, Plo, spoiler alert, his defensive stance on one or two expertise, he's gonna get two blocks. Yep. That's the big thing, right? Versus clones. If if we say hey, they're the normal kind of trooper, he might be uh sharing his expertise with, they don't get two blocks until three expertise. So it's a very shorthand in my my mind. I said, okay, so maybe on average he's adding one block, which is all right, but not crazy. Sure, yeah, it's I, not it's not like broken by any means. Mm -hmm. If if you'll allow me the screen share, I can pull up the table because I actually yeah, ran absolutely. the numbers this morning, put them in my dice simulator, and um, uh, it's worse than we thought, is what I will say. <laughs> it's worse than we thought. Yes. He says he. Um, okay. All right. All right. It won't let me take it, so I'll have um, to try, uh, try have it. To... Try it. Try it now. I just changed the. Oh, there we go. Do you? So I will bring it up. Um. So I I ran some. I just chose Rex as the attacker, and for the defenders, I was using a regular clone uh, expertise chart. So one block on one two blocks on three plus okay comparing what they would normally say or the number of successes that would normally get through versus what they would get through if they had close expertise and <laughs> for our audio listeners uh it's about half a success less when using close expertise so if the if it's a three dice clone defender say the two twelfth in melee rex would normally get 3.6 successes through on his tree with Plo around it would be 3.1 and then I went all the way to seven dice to simulate like hey maybe they have a ton of extra dice from Kenobi or something like that sure and it normally would be 2.3 Plo makes it two so 0.3 so the more dice it's actually less impactful um, which is kind of counterintuitive it's not what I would have thought I, yeah the, I definitely in my initial take was that Plo would actually pair really well with Kenobi because mm -hmm. they're the effects on on their face look very synergistic that's what I thought too so maybe I'll you know I'll have to get this peer reviewed and make sure I didn't make a, a horrendous error anywhere <laughs> uh but and the other thing that was kind of surprising is that Plo's defense his stance didn't really make a huge difference which was um which was interesting. It makes sense in a way. He doesn't get any additional effects until three plus expertise, which you won't hit all that often. And the only difference there, there we go, perfect. He can take it back. Is yeah. uh, he gets a bit of crit mitigation on his Sorosu stance, but on that pool, it's probably the a little bit of crit mitigation is not helping all that much in the uh, in the averages. 
But that being said, there is one thing I really like about this, which is the dash it gets. The dash because let's say they attack a clone and they wound that clone, even though you gave them your sweet expertise. Uh, sweet in in air quotes. It's like a fine expertise. It's okay. It's not I mean, it's, it's not yeah. Luminara. If they wound that clone, now Plo can dash onto that objective and keep it from flipping potentially. So if people have read my articles on what I call like swing, how you add and subtract bodies from points, the reason I love Plo is he hits kind of all the buckets of swing. I talk about like um, self-contained swing, things you can do without friends. So that's force push. Um, external swing. So with the help of friends, moving them around, that's his tactical ability. And then defensive swing, what you can do in response to other people, which is his, um, his identity. So he brings a lot in the objective game in one package, which I think is really uh, going to be really big. Yeah, he he moves a lot of people. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of the um, kind of innate. You know, I move somebody at the start of the unit's activation doesn't move a whole unit. It just moves a character a lot of the time. Yeah. He he's often moving two plus himself. Um, yep, which, Interesting. which seems really good. Interesting thing I realized when I went to play a proxy game of Plo is that Rex and uh, then I found out uh, Cody as well are not are not troopers. They do not have the trooper tag. They are hmm. clone troopers. They have that tag, but not the trooper tag. So this is very much oriented around the grunts. Okay. Um, not the named clones as much. It, thematically, yeah, it makes sense. And handmaidens are troopers. Oh, interesting. So okay. hand pair with handmaidens and do that. Um, but he, he's not going to be giving his expertise to someone like Rex. Sure. Or we can assume probably not to Wolf, but maybe because he comes in this pack, Wolf will be an exception and we'll have the trooper keyword. Yeah, that's possible. I guess we'll have to see. Um, yeah. how do you feel about, uh, his kind of combat charts in general? Um, it looks like he can do a pretty sizable amount of damage yeah. uh in the gem so tree i guess seracy you can also sort of do some uh, stuff we can talk about seracy first i think I, I i don't know why i i complained about this a little bit but i i get why because he brings a lot of other good stuff so he can't have everything but jedi get no ranged attacks unlike all the dark side users for the most part yeah, and yeah. they also have a stance usually that has like no dice. You know, Obi-Wan has a five dice stance, Mace six dice, Luminara six dice, Plo five dice. And it doesn't even generate crits until you get three expertise. I was going to say, I feel like a lot of the low die stances often have crits in their expertise chart so that you can mm -hmm. like, it's like, yes, you're only throwing five dice, but as long as you're a crit, like you're getting something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't seem to really be the case here. And if you do get hits or, you know, hits past defense, your reward is not all that good. Like the no. tree is not good. It's like a, a bit of damage and healing at the start, no options. So even now that I've actually kind of run the simulations, I'll probably just always keep him in, in Gemso. If you can end his turn in Surasu, great. But whenever he's actually swinging his lightsaber, I'd always have it in the Gemso stance, personally, because... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Gemso just looks like it's got all the things in it. 
Yep, it's got all the things. It's got easy crits, one one crit on one expertise, two on two plus. Uh, For two successes, you're getting a shove. On three successes, you can do six damage, which is not one-shot territory, but it's uh, it's good to finish stuff off. And on four, you get a free force push. So who doesn't like that? I think to help offset the cost of Plo Koon, you're going to be wanting to trigger that free force push as much as you can. Yeah. So for me, that either means run him with ARF to get exposes out, get him further down his tree, or run him with Vader and take two damage to get three extra dice Fair. and get further down the tree. Or both, because Vader seven points can take ARF. Um, and if you take two damage on Vader, you can heal it in your tree, uh, as we see that bottom middle spot has a double heal, so he can do it consequence-free. So yeah. one of the things I'm going to play around with is... Um, Vader, Plo, Ahsoka, Barris just go all out on the lightsabers that are self-harming, sure. and yeah. it's all the Padawans, so he can use his abilities uh, to their full extent. Yeah, I think the jump and the just having access to like an instant jump because he's good. He's going to roll a crit most of the time. Like, there's yep. either going to be a crit in the pool or he's going to get it from expertise. Like, you just like always get a jump with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and generally, that's like that's like a two to four down the tree ability i feel like generally um for most characters yeah for sure and 10 health he does expose himself so that's the big thing like he he might be a little squishy which again is why i think you want to be triggering force push for free because once he gets injured three force for that is is a rough time yeah but i i'm i'm a big fan of blow I'm excited for him. I'm excited to see what Wolfpack bring because again, they'll they'll slot in nicely to a Vader list if they like to punch people. Yeah, I suppose we'll see. I suppose we'll see. Um, cool. So that is Jedi Master Plo Koon. Uh, the next reveal in Mini Stravaganza. I guess this wasn't really a reveal. Reveal, and then I'm pretty sure we already knew these guys were coming. We knew the guys were coming. We didn't know cards, so we got cards. Yep. So uh, we've got. Uh, I guess. I don't remember what the name of the pack was, but it's R2-D2, uh, Luke, uh, Bush, Leia, and then Lando. And I think if I did this right, yeah, so we've got um, Leia's Bush uh, card here. It doesn't obviously have a stat block with it, um, so I think a little tough to say, but yeah. It's very tough to say because two of her abilities kind of center around giving her extra dice in a sense. Yeah. So how useful are those extra dice? We don't know yet. She has an ability kind of like Obi-Wan's run ability, the the dual pack Obi, to give mm-hmm. uh, herself or a, a friendly spy a free advance. And she has a, a, a weird push-pull effect. She can... If she starts engaged with someone, she can pull them towards her, and then she has to push herself towards them. And it costs two force, which is like a premium force effect. And she gets a focus, so again, more dice, maybe that's good. But uh, it seems expensive. I don't know. She definitely... So there was two like main things that they described on stream and like talking about her and Rebels in general. The first was that... like. Apparently she's a melee bruiser, <laughs> which okay, okay. which which was interesting to me. Uh, just from like I don't know, I don't really like when I think of Leia. I don't think like you know, 
slugging it out in melee, but whatever. But Beach um, has a big stick, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and then the second was that, and and we see it kind of in her fan out ability that the spy tag was is kind of like I guess going to be like the rebel thing. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They've they sounded very proud of it on stream and how it was going to interact and. I don't think we've got a great sense of it yet. Um, but I think no. this is the first unit that we've seen with Spy on it. Yep, and I think Lando and R2 also have Spy, but I don't think they have anything that interacts with it. She does have Scoundrel, so when we get more Scoundrel stuff, potentially in the upcoming Hondo pack, I yep. believe he's going to combo with Scoundrels. And she does have Bounty Hunter, so she can combo a little bit with uh, Cad Bane if you want to do that. Yeah, um, let me see. Uh, I actually think. Keep on. Uh, let me let me actually just fast forward here to. We didn't get any card reveals for Hondo, but we we, we can show the little not, picture. But we we did get. This is the loop that's in that pack. So oh just, yeah, this, very. Yeah, I think it made order. made sense to. It was yeah. like the wherever I jack the images from this was the order they had them in <laughs> uh, so anyways um this is jedi knight luke skywalker that comes in that pack um a lot of abilities uh what what's your kind of uh, I think uh, so, yeah go ahead luke out of all the original trilogy stuff luke is the one i'm most excited for mm. um just as far as like power levels like i think he, he he's a character who i can see right away making a big impact on the game. And maybe that's just because he's one of the few characters who he actually got his combat tree for. Mm -hmm. But he's got Force Refresh when he activates. So they're exploring a new space with Luke and Vader where they're a seven-cost unit that only gives three Force. Usually they've brought four Force to the table before. But they each refresh a Force when they activate. So they could be a four- or five-cost Force effectively, or four- Four or five force effectively if you, you know, activate them twice, you know, their the turn and the shatter point. point turn. Yeah. It could yeah. just be three force. Let's say you draw Luke first, you have no force to refresh, and they never goes again. So mm. it's a bit of most likely though, you're you're gonna be getting uh four or more force from him, anyways. So that's a cool thing. Um they've they're exploring a little bit effects that have to do with where the order card is in the deck so we see luke's ability when his order card is essentially not in the discard he gets immunity to expose which is nice considering how much expose we have going around yep. and when his order card is not in the order deck he has or sorry when his order card is in the order deck or is in reserve he has immunity to expose when it's not in the order deck he has immunity to pin again like good effects, but I Luke is another character where the identity I don't think is why you're taking him. Him and Plo both kind of feel like maybe identities, maybe it's just a couple, you know, a two off, but yeah. they're seeming like they, they might not be the hey, I'm gonna take this identity so I can have that as a linchpin of my squad. Yeah, it definitely. Um, I think some of the identities we have in the game feel similar to like, uh, what are they called in MCP? They're like, uh, I don't know. They're, I don't they're know. Like, they're like, they're like team help. effects, like the Avengers. They, like everybody that's an Avenger gets like a, a, a thing that 
you know, mm-hmm. right, happens right. to you. Um, these effects feel more like like this one feels like, oh, Luke is just sometimes immune to stuff. Like that's cool. Yeah. But it doesn't define what he does. Um and he feels like he's a very fast, I feel like, based on mm-hmm. how, how his card reads here. There's a lot yeah. of free jumps and dashes. and He has a tactic that moves. He's an active ability that moves. He's got a reactive ability that moves. Uh, so, yeah, he's, 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 and he has some immunity to pin. I think what you're generally going to want to do with Luke is get him in the mix with the shatter point to keep his order card in reserve so that he gets into the mix, but he's still immune to uh, expose. And then late in the deck, you use his actual order card and, and go with that. Because as soon as you, based on the timings, we might get a forum clarification, but rules as written, it, it makes perfect sense right now. As soon as you activate him, you put the card in the discard and then you do the activation, which means when he's actually activating, he's going to be immune to pin. If you are active, even if you got pinned before, as as soon as you gain immunity, you lose that condition. But of course, that's if you're activating him with his actual unit card. Because if you activate him with the shatter point, it doesn't care that the shatter points in the discard. So something to be aware of there. He's good. He has a lot of moves and he's hard to prevent those moves for. How can you how do you feel about his um, the you can either profit by this or be destroyed kind of being a little bit like uh the the enemy gets to move uh, each character that's contesting the chosen objective. I'm I'm I don't worry about that too much in a sense because it's a so we don't have his stances pulled up here, but we did get to see his stance cards. He has got oh there we go perfect. Um, he's got two good stances. And we were talking about Form 3. They're, they're, they actually named the exact same as Plows, and they're both just, like, way better. very good. His Form yeah. 3 Sorosu is amazing. Um, it has a shove on one and a crit on one expertise. So even though, yes, you're saying, hey, of uh, enemies, you can dash if you're on this objective. They're either dashing off of the objective or they're not. And Luke, if they don't, then Luke gets to attack one of them, and this is a, basically a free attack. It's not his attack action, and he can just get one shove. You know, if he's on this form three sorcery, he'll, he'll probably get one shove and shove them off the objective. Versus Cad Bane, if they don't walk off the objective, sure they're exposed, but will you actually kill them when they're exposed? I don't know. This sure. one, I feel more confident that hey, if you don't choose to walk away, I'm going to give you a shove. Right, so, you're going to walk away one way or the other. One way or the other, I'm going to be able to get rid of you. So I think, to me, that that walk away is almost a little bit more um, thematic than anything, in a sense of sure. Luke is giving them the option to to step down. Okay. I do think you know if it's if if uh, characters are close to being wounded or something, and Luke is coming, then they'll say, "Hey, yeah, yeah, you know what? We'll yeah, leave." All yours. I'd rather in not which be. Case, yeah. You know. You're not going to use this if you're like, oh, I have to. Maybe it's tough because it does give the dash. Maybe you need the dash, but you also need the kill, and then it will backfire a little bit. But I think for the most part, you're not going to be too concerned, even though it puts hand agency in the hands of your opponent. Sure. Yeah. Uh, traditionally, effects like that are not very good, but I think in the yeah. circumstances, this one probably is fine. 
Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, he seems pretty solid overall. Um, I'm, I'm he's, looking he's forward a good to... solo operator. We'll yeah, see yeah. if other rebel stuff can buff him up at all. Um, because right now, again, maybe that's why I, I like the look of him because we don't really know the synergy pieces are hard to judge versus this is just a guy who's like, oh yeah, he just goes anywhere and he works well. I could definitely see lists where you take Luke and you take some Clone Wars era good stuff and just say, hey, I don't care about synergy because I just have a lot of pieces that are very strong on their own. He can definitely yeah. fit in lists like that. Totally. Um, and I assume he's he's got the Jedi Knight tag and stuff, I assume. He's got Jedi. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So I'm going to just flip back to where we left off here. Um, so after that, we got a, a preview of another pack that has Leia in it. Um, more Leia's. More Leia's. Uh, and and a lot of Ewoks. <laughs> I have a question for you because it sounds like you were watching the streams. Um, yeah. Because I was, I was, I was busy packing, so I was only looking at the images coming through. This this pack and the other Ewok pack, both the Ewok supports are the exact same model. Is that just a? Do they comment on that at all? Do we know if that's just a thing for photos or if they're actually going to be identical at release? So it sounded. I I'm trying. There was a couple of specific things about these packs uh this one and the next one we're gonna look at that were uh kind of sounded a little bit unique uh the first was i do believe that the they're different okay. um and the second thing is they all have more models in them than, than you can actually run in the squad yeah. um because i think this one is uh like you can run leia as the primary or whichever one is like chief yubnub or whatever his yeah. name is um and uh and this one i think has a has a locked in secondary and then um the other one has two secondaries yeah yeah so and actually i do think they're different these models are different well the, but they're same they're the same as each other is what i'm saying oh like i see support unit they're identical the identical models i see what you're saying yeah they, I know didn't, before... they didn't comment on that specifically okay yeah because yeah. i know before we've seen like you know mace was pictured with the wolf pack models back into depticon just because they didn't have those available so i'm not sure it would be a little bit disappointing but i could see it just as a way to keep so, everything straight i think i think based on precedent i'm gonna assume that they're the same because the b1s are the same that's true. The B1s and the B2s are actually the same. Yeah, yeah. all the multi-model like, like bunch of dudes on bases seem to be the same. But it makes sense that B1s and B2s are the I, same. I, I'm, I'm, not, the I'm same. not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna fight you on that one. But I do think that that's probably the case. <laughs> yeah. Um. um the long yeah. and short of it, Ewoks, very synergistic. Uh, what. I described it as, and what I foresee is basically kind of droids on steroids, where you've got support abilities flying all over the place, you've got extra attacks, you've got extra moves, um, lots happening based on keyword synergy. So I would agree, based on what we've seen. I also am... They kind of scared me a little bit on stream with talking about Ewoks. The way that they described Ewoks was that it was almost impossible for them to lose the first struggle. Oh, no. 
Oh dear. Uh, yeah. And that That's and that good. and they were they're like eighty to ninety five percent to win the first struggle because of all of their synergistic stuff, and that the whole premise that Ewoks were designed behind was like struggling to hold on to their lead while they were ahead. Now, the reason I was concerned about that, as I'm sure that you were kind of like, uh, is that generally when you win the first struggle, like, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as like, I, I don't know what the percent you are to like win the total game is once you win the first struggle, but it's significantly higher than 50%. Yes. I mean, so mathematically, like, because this discussion has come up in a few places, like, there's two, I kind of, there's kind of two discussions as far as what's reasonable and what it you know given the circumstances and what is um ex, what what we should strive for. But if you think about it like flipping a coin, right? If you say, hey, every every struggle is random, it's 50-50, then whoever wins struggle one, the other player has to get heads twice in a row. To yep. win, they have to win both 50 50 struggles, which is a 25% chance. So, for me, that's kind of my baseline. Sure, right? If everything's random, the winner of struggle one should win 75% of the time. And then, because of other effects that we can get into now or on a future podcast, it, it's probably closer to 80 85% uh, sure. out in the wild. So, if 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 these guys are designed to have a unique struggle pun intended on two and three to not actually be as good as other lists then okay maybe that balances it out but if if they didn't quite hit the right mix there that could be really bad i can kind of see it maybe in the sense of i do think droids are the best example we have now of a faction who can really uh convincingly take struggle one and then fall off a bit in the end game. Yeah. Uh, and and generally for me, that's a lot because of because when you rely on a whole lot of synergy effects, once things start getting wounded, it's like, oh, okay, I can move a buddy, but that buddy's wounded, so they're not actually contesting anything. Yeah. Which is why yeah. I like to have the different kinds of swing, like a force push that can say, hey, if I just activate now, my friends are wounded, I can still move multiple bodies around. Yeah, they described it as it's going to be very easy to wound Ewoks, uh, which I, you know, I mean, I believe that if you're probably attacking a bunch of Ewoks with, you know, four guys with lightsabers, like the bears probably should be getting cut down in droves, right? You would uh, think. <laughs> you would mm -hmm. think. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, uh, but it, that that definitely was how they were described to play on the table. Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess we'll kind of have to see how that shakes out. It is, I guess, notable that like they don't, they're not rebels. Um, they're makes sense. Yeah, um, I'm interested. Their own little faction. I'm interested to see what you know the Han list, you know the Han box does because it's Han Chewie Rebel Commandos because they might interact a bit more with the Endor tag. Yep. Um, if they don't, then I would foresee kind of Ewoks. You buy two boxes of Ewoks and. You know, I don't, we're not going to really get any more Ewoks, almost certainly. They work really well together, and that's about it. So if you really want to play Ewoks, you know, two boxes, it's not all that much, but you're not going to be like a squad of Ewoks and a squad of something else because they're so highly synergistic. Yeah, I, I agree. 
Um, okay, cool. Uh, flipping over to, uh, I guess more reveals that didn't. Re I don't. Well, actually, no. We, we got it, two. I, we got two uh, unit cards in this one: the Stormtrooper Sergeant yeah. and Vader. Let me see if I put them in the right place. Uh -huh. Oh, hey, look at that! Look at that! Um, yeah, Stormtrooper Sergeant. I don't think we got uh, combat trees or anything. No. Um, so we can't comp fully compare him to pawns yet, but we have, we're starting to get a bit more of an idea of what a three costs of uh, secondary unit looks like. Yep. And uh, they revealed, we, I kind of think everyone was anticip anticipating this Vader to be a six. Uh, he is a seven, which means the stormtrooper uh, grunts are a four cost, which will be interesting. We'll see how that works out. They'll probably be more durable than clones because everybody gets to be more durable than the the elite the fighting force of the Galactic Republic, but well, you know, whatever. They can't, they can't be the elite fighting force of the Galactic Republic in every game. No, uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, the stormtrooper sergeant. I think the tactics the best part. They get to full advance a Galactic Empire supporting unit, yeah. uh, and that unit then takes a a single damage. Which whatever in the grand scheme of this game, one damage is not all that much in most cases. Yeah, for a free um, force, free full advance. I felt like, uh, what is it? Coordinated offensive. Whenever a character in this unit or another allied stormtrooper character makes an attack, four dice are rolled. Uh, you had one die for each allied stormtrooper unit. That's like Other within than the five. Yeah, like obviously we haven't seen how much dice they roll, so maybe they roll less die than normal, mm -hmm. and like you're required to like do the coordinated offensive thing in order to get to a normal dice pool. I don't know. Um, but if they have like a normal dice pool and then this is kind of stacked on top of it, which mm -hmm. I think makes more sense, this seems like it could be really powerful if you've got like four units of Stormtrooper. Yes, this is definitely... Keyword. This is going to get much better in the future when we have ways to get two three extra dice on an attack yeah. versus right now you're getting one extra die yeah. which is you know it's not nothing but it's it's not all that great i do like that they continue to play with the coordinated x keyword mm -hmm. we've seen coordinated fires we've seen coordinated assault on sabe now we're seeing coordinated defensive so just kind of more like hey take a, a concept that works already tweak it a little bit to give a new and ah dang there i go i hit the mic <laughs> not a professional um all good, all good. but uh yeah that works yeah um seems fine i i guess there's this seems like a very kind of like very obvious what this character does it like moves yep. you guys up and you shoot him right um, he's got he's got nine health so that's into that territory where it's harder for a lot of characters to one shot him even if he has poor expertise you know, he's not like Pawns, who 7 health, you can just... Most characters can can one-shot 7 health. Do you um, find nine, it... 9, it's tricky. Do you find it interesting at all that, uh, like, all the the name... All the supports for clones are, like, named, and this guy is not? <laughs> I was not surprised, like, because it's Stormtroopers. Yeah, it's not yeah, really, I, I don't know. Um, it's just, like, it's kind of, like, the same idea. I know that there's, like, a lot of named clones. Yeah. It just... You know, that this wasn't like I'm sure that like Stormtrooper Sergeant TK7032 or whatever, you know. Right. Um, I just thought that was funny. Um cool. Uh 
Vader's in here somewhere. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. We should we we can uh, save the the big news, the mission pack for the end, or we can do it now if you want because it's on yeah, screen. Let me, well, let me let me find Vader. Vader. I, know, I know he's in here. Right. I can start talking. There's a couple cool things about Vader. They showed them. Okay, if you've seen this image of the side to side Vaders, do not get excited. They uh that the Jedi Hunter cards are coming in this pack. They are not. They were just comparing the two. Ah, you I still see. have to buy the dual pack if you want Jedi Hunter Vader. The, the $80 box set or however much it is. Um, yeah. yeah. More in Canada, buddy. More in Canada. Oh, really? Um, I, I, oh, I, yeah. I have it. I haven't even opened it yet. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Open it. Take out two models. Put everything back in. Uh, I think I'm going to probably try and use the rest of it, but yes. Okay, there you um, go. Make a nice little diorama for yourself. Yeah. So let's talk Maybe. about Darth Vader, the Emperor's mm-hmm. Servant. Yeah, so he's got the same thing as Luke going on. He's refreshing force when he activates. Um, he's not getting extra moves like Luke does. He's like healing, which makes him very tough to you know pin or disarm because he'll activate, heal it off. He's kind of got a weird mix of Vader's fury and Vader's self harm from first Vader, um, where he can pay a force dash, add three dice to his attack. Um. But if he gets even one failure, he's exposed. So that's yeah. a little rough. And it's a dash, not an advance. And that's his only extra move, which is like, ooh. Okay, so he's going to be a little bit slow. Sure. His yeah, reactive he... is kind of cool, though. Because okay. um, what they were talking about, what, like from a design perspective, we didn't talk about it really with Luke, but both Vader and Luke have timing effects very similar to Obi-Wan's So Uncivilized. Um, where basically when they're targeted with an attack before dice are rolled, they can do a thing. If the if the attack produces a failure, X happens. Sure. And I, from what I understand, they're saying they they wanted to kind of take Obi Wan's ability. He trained Luke and Vader, so now both of them kind of have a similar ability, but with their own twist. So Luke's uh. is about like healing and jumping out, you know, disengaging from the fight. Um, and I think it's called I Will Not Fight You yeah. uh, versus Vader's is you're unwise to lower your defenses. So he's saying, hey, you came off, you you know, you made an aggressive attack. Now I'm going to counterattack. So he's going to do three damage back to you. Basically, he does uh, patience, but with melee attacks instead of range. Okay. So I, it's, it's just cool as far as I like the thematic tie-ins that they're trying to do with characters across different eras and how they kind of mimic one another sure yeah no it, it seems it seems cool it seems very um similar to like a repost you have to pay for as well that is the yeah from actual power wise standpoint it's very similar to repost um but you have to pay for a force to get one more damage with yeah before yeah. you know if it's even going to do damage uh so oh, you have that to, you have to you have to trigger it before you know if they rolled a failure yeah so i think it's very much a um hey if i force to burn great otherwise you're not doing it i think both vader and luke we didn't talk about this with luke as much either but once they become wounded then things get very expensive very quickly because i think yeah we talked about luke's um step aside ability or or you can profit by this i guess it's called it costs a force it's kind of his marquee like how he's going to create big plays on the table for me that 
that costs a force. So now two force for that. Ooh, two force for Vader to dash and get extra dice. Oof. Um, two force for their reactives. Oof. Like I'm not as excited there, but Luke can. That's why I want to keep Luke immune to expose for as long as possible. But sure. on the flip side, Vader is exposing himself through his abilities. So that's like the op the complete opposite. Not only is he not immune, he's actively making it happen, actively making it easier to wound him, which I don't like. I mean, we haven't seen his combat tree yet, right? That's like... the thing. It must. I'm guessing it's wild. I'm guessing it's, <laughs> it's absolutely be, right? insane. Yeah. Because you're if 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 the penalty for adding more dice is getting exposed, because the more dice you have, the more likely a failure is going to be. Right. Um, and we'll see in a moment. I think there's a there's a big potential drawback if you don't wound. So we can talk about that now. Yeah, it's. I think when when it was very first revealed, it was like, oh, cool. Um, at the end of his activation, if if he didn't wound someone. His order card goes back in the deck, but it's only his order card. So if it's you're activating him with the shatter point, if his order card's already in the deck, it stays there. Sure. But if you but if it's in the discard and then you activate him with the shatter point, the the, the effect still applies. So you would go through, find his actual card, shuffle it back in. Um, because again, it just cares about where Vader's actual order card is. Uh, but interesting. Uh, and and at first it's like okay cool so you can like go a couple times in a row maybe if it's at the end of the deck with Vader, um or like go early go first activation with him and then he's still in your deck for later. But it it's not a May effect, and I think as soon as people start realizing this is a you must do this and not a hey this is something you can do, it became a lot less appealing. Well, because oh go ahead. Well, I was gonna say like if. Based on what his unit card says, like the only thing he does is move forward and attack things, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, like, if you're not wounding things, you probably want to be able to go with somebody else. Correct. Yeah, if you're not wounding, the best case scenario that Vader can do is shove someone off of a point. And then if you have to go again, we've mentioned he's kind of slow. So he's not, if you're thinking about struggles two or three, if you have to keep going with Vader, he's only affecting probably a small area of the board. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to get stuck over at one small area of the board because the priorities are shifting and, and all of that. So it could be a, a death trap potentially. So again, that's why probably he has an insane attack chart so that you don't get dinged by this as often. Because it's kind of a drawback, which is I I am personally a big fan of kind of drawback abilities. I think I want more of that in the game, so I'm happy to see it coming in. But it's very different from other identities that we've seen. So I'm just I, worried. Oh, go ahead. Oh, so so this also prevents you from refreshing your team's yep. force, right? Yep. That yep. seems that seems really bad. Well, he refreshes one when he activates, so he can kind of be self-sustaining. Okay. Um, yeah, in a sense, yeah. before he's wounded, if he's just refreshing a force, using it for anger, hate, and aggression. Um, but yeah, once he's wounded, you're not you're net negative. You're refreshing one and have to spend two to be extra effective. So that's not great. Um, my concern with Vader is if they didn't see you cannot hide forever as an actual negative. If they thought 
if, if he's kind of designed with the idea of, hey, this is actually a kind of a positive ability and sure. it's not balanced for the fact that I think it's a negative, he's going to be pretty trash. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I that could definitely like instantly lose you some games, I feel like, unless yeah. there's something else going on here, which, yeah. I don't know. And again, wounding... You know, we're we're both Legion players, right? And you know, Legion Shatterpoint, very similar in the sense that if you can do something without rolling dice, that's generally like the best strategy you can do because Absolutely. dice are finicky. Yeah. Um that's why force push is so good in Legion. That's why force push is so that's good in Shatterpoint. That's why it used to be um, good in Legion, yeah. It used oh. to be good in Legion. Cough cough. Um that's why, you know, just piling bodies onto objectives is good in Shatterpoint. Wounding requires dice, dice. inherently, yeah. and dice yeah. just fail. Literally yesterday, I played a game where uh, Windu needed, it was focused vapid Windu with a reroll. So 10 dice with a reroll attacking clone commandos needs two results to win the game outright and does not happen. Sometimes dice just absolutely whiff, or you get a yeah. decent dice roll and their defense dice just spike. It happens. And if that it has a chance to snowball even harder than it already can, ooh, watch out. So we'll see. Again, who knows with his um with his combat tree, but I, I personally really like the design space that's exploring. I was actually I think just talking the, the theme here is really great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's kind of like Vader's taking control like it's like this greedy like i'm gonna do everything it's 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 like anakin trying to take everything and uh put the game on his back with i'm going to end this and you know this is where the fun begins that kind of stuff this is like the darker version of that where he's trying to do everything which means i'm gonna go 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 until i wound somebody so all right i'm just going back to the the other thing that's in his pack mm-hmm so they can't coordinate it offensive him. I was I I was I was uh interested in seeing if like um the whole idea was like you kind of like move your stormtroopers up, you set them in place, and then right. you just like go with Vader over and over and over and over again, right? Yeah. Um, but that doesn't seem to be the case. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. Maybe there will be some other abilities that yeah synergize to make it not so bad. But my guess is even if it's you know, even if they give him extra dice or he's only going over and over again if he doesn't get a wound. Yeah. Which absolutely. means he's not doing a lot. Because if he does get a wound, his last ability that we haven't touched on, he gets to uh, another friend gets to dash. Kind of like the Luminara Flow of the Force, yeah. uh, which is the best part of Flow of the Force, a great ability. So if he gets a wound, you can get an extra body onto an objective, which which helps a lot. And something that Jedi Hunter Vader cannot do as good as jedi hunter vader is he is in that kenobi zone where he can add himself to a point and remove someone else from a point and that's it yep absolutely um cool so that is vader who is also in that pack i guess we don't know what the stormtroopers do yet but um yeah you know uh, i'm sure that they probably aren't that crazy i imagine they have only imperial stormtroopers that are so precise i, I you would I, think i, I feel and like that's, that's hopefully pretty... maybe a way to to get a free focus because getting sharpshooter without getting a way to get focuses is kind of bleh yeah 
Agreed. Ask, I imagine ask our friend Cody. Like, yeah, I imagine they'll have like like similar to like how Republic gets a lot of like free hunkers and stuff. I imagine they'll they'll get free. That would make sense. Yeah. 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 Um. Cool. So, uh, the next up on the list is the new mission pack. This might actually be, I think, as the the biggest thing for me that they showcased. Mm-hmm. Um, it's big for sure because uh. I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm tired of playing the same mission, but I'm also tired of playing the same mission. Yeah, over I recall over you saying <laughs> I was excited to talk with you about this for that reason because it's a new mission and there are differences for sure, yeah. but it's still very similar to uh, shifting priorities. So I'm interested to hear if it's different enough that you're like look, looking at it and saying, "Oh, I'm excited to play that," versus, "Oh, that's still kind of the same thing." So yeah. Um... <laughs> I wasn't gonna be negative. Uh yeah. Um so I think I think it's different enough for now. I don't think it is different enough forever. Uh yes. you know, <laughs> like um I think and and I was encouraged that there's obviously a third one on the way, uh, which mm-hmm. they talked about, though they didn't really talk about what it looked like. Um and that the mission packs were sort of additive in that this one is basically it kind of like changes where the objectives are on the battlefield centralizes a little bit and the main thing they added here was on each of the um the cards there is an ability that you can use when you activate a unit with your shatter point Mm -hmm. um which i think is cool in that uh it it kind of there's there's some choices there uh i you know obviously without like seeing all the abilities kind of tough to say um i definitely i think i was hoping for something a little bit more narrative or maybe asymmetrical or um just because i think that there's a lot of space within this game to do something like that like uh kind of like not to use legion as an example but kind of like a hostage exchange sort of thing or something something that was more than just control the point i think my biggest Mm -hmm. fear from a gameplay perspective um with shatterpoint is that the struggle track kind of locks you into like area control games a lot like i don't know how to i don't know we'll see how they manipulate it um yeah but you know, like MCP's got a lot of like it's a lot of area control stuff. But there's also like uh, they call them like I think like capture and secure, and you pick like stuff up. It's kind of like recover the supplies in Legion, right? Like where characters like carrying things around the battlefield and stuff. I mean, um, if you if if we want to talk about recover, I mean, this I don't think the struggle track locks you out of that necessarily. You could fair. have a some sort of version of recover where hey, at the end of this turn, I've recovered three supplies, so I score three points. Pull it towards towards me then they come they take two supplies from me or whatever now they're pulling it towards them so i think i i I think this is a good step in the sense of it's it it's not so different that it's yanking us too far away it's kind of they're moving us slowly into kind of maybe a different world um the thing that they said that i found very encouraging was that uh they are cognizant of how complicated this game is um i think from all of the abilities that are layered on each other and they were talking about um they kind of want to 
in like bring up new missions and stuff in phases by like only really adding one layer of complexity yeah. each time they release something. So I'm I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that we're going to end up somewhere like really super dope. Um, For and, sure. And, and these are good enough to be frank just once you yeah. play them 30 times it's kind of like i'm ready for something new well and if, if you think about it right there's um i think you there's you definitely have to be careful with how different things can be maybe especially off of the jump because unlike legion you can't say hey i'm gonna build a list for bombing run and bid 30 points Right. Or you can't say, hey, if I'm red player, I can play everything but bombing run because I know I can just ban bombing run. Here, first player, whoever wins that roll off, they just choose what mission you're playing between the mission that each player brought. Now, yeah. that means you can't skew your list too hard because I can't say, hey, I built my list for X mission. Oh, no, I'm second player now. I'm not playing X mission. But at the same time, you don't want it to be like, ah, we got my mission game over. Yes, I think because it's just you you don't want that's just a huge feels bad if that's how it's defined at the start. So I think this is definitely different enough. I think the one of the biggest things is the different layout. It's yeah. going to be annoying as a TO uh, <laughs> to set up tables that work for this because I think we're not alone locally. We just set the the objectives up start of the game. You set your table up you know, before the tournament begins, yep. knowing where all the objectives are, and you just leave them on the table. And mm -hmm. then at the end of the day, everyone can go grab their objective tokens. Now you're going to have to be moving objective tokens between games. That can get really tough once the table is set up because it's hard to get the rulers in there. And it's just a lot more terrain placement you have to think about when making the table of, okay, if the objectives are in this spot, do things work? If they're in this spot, do these things work? It's just more... Um, but it means everything's more compressed. So someone like Plo Koon, who has an ability that is a range three effect, that'll probably go off more often because everything's a little bit closer together. Units yeah. that dash other people are probably going to be more effective because a dash is going to be more likely to get you from one active objective to another. Dugu so scares the ever-living crap out of me in this, yeah. this format. Um just because, I don't know, he does that thing that whenever you, like, wound something, he just, like, cracks back at you. and it's... Cracks back, or when you attack, you if you attack someone near him and you get no um, no hits through, like, that range two bubble, and it's probably going to be a bit of a melee scrum with yeah. everything closer together. Duke is going to be happy. Um, ranged units, Cad, who does not want to be engaged because it turns off half of his abilities, um, or at least his most important ability. He is not going to like playing this uh, with everything closer together. No. And then the last thing, not confirmed, but we can kind of extrapolate. If you look at Signal the Transport, the, the left card uh, in this front row, yep. there is a block symbol on that card, which means it's from Struggle 2 or Struggle 3. Uh, because it has a, a symbol for a dice roll and... You, you choose that as the active. Oh, and objective. there's only one. Um, there's only and one. And there's map. only one. So what we're probably going to see is struggle three, um, not having a choice for whoever loses struggle two. You don't get to choose in this one. Most well, likely, you can you can sort of see actually. You can look at all the cards. The ones that have choices don't have this bar at the top. There are six yeah. that have have these. So bars. yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Interesting. So I'm pretty confident on that one, um, which is interesting. Again, when we talk about first player winning 75%, maybe this changes it because now if you lose struggle one, you get a bonus. But then if the first player wins struggle one and loses struggle two, you don't get a bonus anymore. So it's pulling things more in a catch-up mechanic way. Sure. And I also sort of feel like just because everything's so centralized with this one, it might matter less. Although I will say that on Signal the Transponders, it looks like the middle is not highlighted. Yeah. Yeah, at least on that one. Yeah. The But uh, yeah, everything's so close. I haven't put this out on the table yet to really get a whole bunch of measurements, but I think it's going to be similar to our current one in that struggle one you kind of want to end with a lot of stuff central and then struggle two you just go wherever whatever lights up you're already central it's very quick to get there yeah no i i, I agree i think i'm 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 looking forward to the shakeup. um and i think they said this was coming out in november which november 3rd i'm pretty pretty hyped about that's that's yeah. right around so the corner even though we get new plastic no new plastic like you can just try all your favorite strike teams, but on this uh, yep. struggle, give us time to memorize nine new struggle cards and figure out all the best tactics. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I haven't memorized the previous nine. But, oh, yeah. get good. Time to get yeah, good. Yeah, no, get good, scrub. Get good. Um, so I'll, most likely, spoiler alert, I'll be writing in my end of November article will be, what What have we learned on uh, Sabotage Showdown? There we go. There we go. Speaking of things that Sabotage and Showdown... Uh, Hondo, who was on the pack, we are getting with all of his cronies. Um, I think they're these guys are what Weequay, I think is Weequay Pirates. Yeah, Weequay Pirates. We're into the section where we just get a bunch of pictures of awesome yeah. stuff. Um, it's a great pose, I think, for Hondo. It, it's it's very Hondo. It's him and his pirates. I'm excited to see what they do with the scoundrel keyword. Yeah. Um, because. Maul, one of my favorite units in the game, has the scoundrel keyword. So, if we open up new Maul uh, oh, possibilities, boy. I'm oh, here boy. for it. All right, all right. I think they said that this was supposed to be Clone Wars Hondo um, on the stream. So, like, it's not uh, Rebels or um, I think he might also be in Resistance. I don't know. Oh, um, he's a, he's in a couple other places. But, How old uh, do Weequays generally live? I guess I have it's no idea. I have no idea. Um, yeah, no clue. Um, then we've got uh Mando, uh, IG, and I'm never gonna remember his name. It's Grief like Carga. Boss, Grief Carga. So we right. saw Mando at Adepticon, um, but now we see who comes in his pack. So Grief and IG and. The way they listed it, because they did like a recap for Mini Stravaganza on their website, mm -hmm. and they said uh, Mandalorian, the Child, Grief Karga, and IG-11, which makes me think Grief is the secondary and IG is the support in this pack, okay. which is interesting for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's probably, this is probably going to be one of the first that we see with the New Republic um, timeline as well. Yeah. I'm guessing yeah. it will not be uh rebel era but who knows oh something we didn't really mention um i think kind of confirms our maybe they talked about this on stream but all the vader all the ot stuff that we saw is just the rebel symbol on the cards it does not have the um 
Age of the Empire or whatever it's called era on it. Which kind of confirms for me that they initially designed the game with Clone Wars and OT and yeah. not that in-between era. And sure. then Lucasfilm said, no, we're doing these eras. And they kind of had to backfill. Sure. Because sure. it doesn't really make sense that this new Vader is not in that middle in-between era. Sure. Um, so we'll see. Basically, I'm just kind of waiting to see what are the when are we actually going to start seeing units that were designed with the new era system in mind. Yeah, because um, the so new things might be a little weird. The new the new era stuff I feel like cropped up in one of the latest updates. I feel like to the rule book where they added like yeah three or four more. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, nothing really to say much on these other than I mean this this Mando model is mm. awesome. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just so good. Um, I am kind of dreading a little bit having to glue this Grogu onto the, the, this model. I mean, we'll see how it works. you might be able to just not have Grogu. But that's why this model is cool. It is why that model is cool, for sure. <laughs> I'm a little sad we didn't get, like, action pose Din, but I'm sure, you know, maybe in the future we'll get a new one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A second version of Din. For sure. Um, but I love the IG pose. He's shooting behind his back. Like, he's... He's just got a lot of stuff going on. Grief is just kind of eh. Yeah. Am, he's, am he's, I really he's excited a guy shooting to play, pistols? <laughs> am I excited to play Grief Karga in a skirmish Star Wars game? Personally, not necessarily, but I hey, think I he could that. have some really cool abilities, like send yeah. out the Merc codes and like all your bounty hunters in your list. Like, oh. I don't know, like all of a sudden, like have somebody, I don't know, every bounty, everything that has the bounty hunter dashes towards like selected character or something i don't know it could be i'm i'm just excited to get a mandalorian a primary with the mandalorian tag and i hope That's we get it. more you know more of the um children of the watch and whatnot in the future to to combo because we've all i i love playing mandalorians from the clone wars i'm sure i'll do some sort of crossover list with din and a, a, a you know bow and super commandos or something yeah um yeah. in two different squads of course because there's no way the year is well mixed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um yes, and, yes. and you can't have you can't have Dinjarin without uh Moff Gideon mm -hmm. um and his his Dark Troopers and Death Trooper, apparently. I'm surprised um, they came in the same pack, honestly. I would have thought they would do them in different packs, maybe save Death Troopers for to come in the Thrawn pack or something or, like that. Or Krennic or yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, I'm guessing maybe Gideon's a nine, Death Troopers a four, and Darks are a five. It would make sense for them to be the most because there's two of them. I yeah. assume they're the support. <laughs> yeah, they've got I to be assume the support. they're nuts. Um, I mean, if if our experience has told us anything, they should be. <laughs> yeah, like uh, big, beefy, hard to take down. I'm excited. I bet I you mean, they're immune to pushes. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I I was thinking they probably have protection to to simulate the armor. Yeah, but yeah, immune to. Ah, I don't think they'd go that far though. Steadfast, steadfast protection. I'd nah, go that far. I I I'm putting money. Okay. I, will, okay. I, I yeah, money. These guys cannot be pushed. What a teleport ability though. What if they had a teleport ability? I mean, they very well be... could. Or maybe I mean, maybe Gideon will give them the teleport ability. I don't know. Yeah. Spec pure speculation, speculation but at the start i think if you want to build a new republic era only list 
you might have to team up Din and um, Gideon. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there will be more stuff. Exactly. Um, we'll get there. Speaking of, this will probably be uh, both New Republic and uh, Empire, I suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but Iden Versio and uh, Inferno Squad. Yep. Um, Did they mention whether Dell and Gideon are two different secondaries or one unit with two models? Do we know that? My yet? understanding is that this unit is a unit of three. Okay. And these are just them with the heads. With the, with oh. the um, I think I could be but wrong. The models about are that. different. The models are different. You're right. They are different yeah. now that I'm looking at it. I don't know. We'll um, find out. We'll find out. But yeah. I'll have um, to get good at painting black armor and black jumpsuits and making them look <laughs> nice and different and all that. Um, I Now that you're saying that, I think the way that they may have described it was you could take you can take either. Yeah, that would make um, sense. But they also described it in such a way that you could take all of them, so I, I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, it, it bothers me that they leave out the fourth one all the time. I don't remember her name. Um, um sane or sign or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it just like seems like she just left out of all of the because she's not in the video media. games yeah i know it's like all right um anyhow uh, oh well peeve. um han and the <laughs> rebel commandos yep. yeah talked about this one earlier i do have and a Chewy... bone to pick on this this might just be the paint job but this looks like it's from a comic or something i don't know like yeah uh it, it, it's a it very comical chewy the the proportions just seem a little weird on Chewie, yeah. both on the body and the crossbow. Um, I'll I'll reserve judgment because who knows? Maybe this is the, we're getting into stuff that's so far out that I'm not even sure if this is like the actual yeah, yeah. the actual. I would assume it is, but I don't know. I don't know. I, we'll we'll see. I like the Han Solo though. Like this is a great Han Solo. I I'm I'm all about it. Yeah. Um. Then uh, we're kind of getting getting far enough that we are looking at things that are we don't have models for, but they uh, they told us Bad Batch is coming. Bad Batch. Um, we might get some clone commandos that are actually good. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we might get some clones who are actually durable. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah this will be cool. This will be cool for sure. Uh, I think Bad Batch. Uh, I I imagine that they will probably be takeable and like two strike teams and you just take all of them together i think i kind of heard that it's going to be similar to like the ghost crew where it's a big you know you can take the whole gang if you use up your whole strike team to do it yeah Yeah. i think that that makes sense um we've got some more terrain uh yep which is fine this this is my turn to not be negative i think this is a a cool piece of terrain looks wise it looks like it's going to be a pain to play around like as an actual piece on the table. Cause like sure. there's that little hallway in there. It's going to be tough to get in there. You can actually like attach gantries off of many sides. So it's yep. not like it can be like a central hub piece that there's a lot connected to functionality. I have a few concerns, but looks wise, it looks cool. Yeah. It looks dope. Um, I, yeah, I'm all about it. Um, we didn't see any of the models, but we are getting the specters and the ghost crew. Um, and these yeah. are my understanding is that these are promo. Mm-hmm. I don't know if these are coming in their pack or if you were gonna have to get them I, some other I think, way. I think it's just like a hey, here's some future promo, kind of like how we got the foils for the yeah. the core box characters and the shatter point. This is kind of like a, a down the road thing. Yeah. Um, 
gives me confidence because these look awesome. These are just kind of like wanted posters, cool art. Um, yep. Now um, we get spoilers. We know Sabine, Hera, and Kanan have tactical abilities. So speculate <laughs> away, everybody. But it will go, be good. There you go. Um, and you certainly can't have the ghost crew without uh, without our boy Thrawn, um, mm-hmm. particularly if you're looking for Ezra these days, I guess. So, um, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, this I didn't expect. Um, I I definitely thought he'd show up in Legion before he showed up in Shatterpoint, but I would have thought so. But uh, hey, maybe. Maybe he'll show up in both around the same time, and we just got told about him sooner. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. It'll work totally. And so the um the only other stuff that uh we got was um Lando and R two D two inside job. This is a weird unit card to me. Uh, as a support, I'd have I don't know. Take a read through, guys. You can get some extra dice. They have some support abilities. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know yeah, the carbat yeah. trees. Um, there are three cost support, so I guess it makes sense that they're not too crazy. Yep. And then um, we've got the C-3PO and R2-D2 from the uh, Ewok pack, I believe. Yeah. And they uh, really lean into that uh, Ewok synergy as well. And as you can expect, uh, C-3PO not all that effective in combat neither is r2 especially but 3po is very not good in combat so these are just is this the front and back of the same i think it's front and back because their divine influence references being in one stance or the other Uh, so basically depending which side of the card you're on whether it's the 3po side or the r2 side you'll buff ewoks in a different way um, gotcha. lots of Ewok cards kind of mention Ewok scouts and Ewok warriors. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing the one from one pack, you know, the ranged ones or whatever, there's ones called like trappers. Those are probably the scouts. And then the warriors are the hunters. Mm-hmm. So usually a lot of the cards are like, Hey, if it's this kind of Ewok, they get this ability. If it's this kind of Ewok, they get this ability, but just synergy, synergy stuff. Gotcha. Um, and I believe that's the end of the road. So, um, yeah. yeah. So that was Mace Travaganza. Um, we got a lot of stuff. I'm I'm excited. I think I'm I think excited. It was, it was a lot. I think you know the units we're getting. They're just cool. You know they look. You know the models still looking good. The areas of design that they're exploring, I like the direction we're going with the new um, mission pack and kind of easing us in, into a, a new reality potentially. Uh, I like that. So I'm. I, I like everything except having to wait a, a while <laughs> to spend money on, on plastic. But as you say, like probably given all the other stuff going on with, with uh, my life right now, it's, it's good to have a break. From, yeah. I think, uh, I think we're in weekend. a, we're in a good spot with it. Yeah. It's going to take some time to come out, but you know, that's how these things go. So. It's what it is. Yeah. Maybe it means that we get it more fast and furious than it would have been before. Maybe we get two a month instead of, you know, one a month. Yeah, I, I don't they... mind like um like longer waits for cycles and then like a big spurt of releases mm-hmm. and then like a big wait time. Like I don't have a problem with that at all. That's totally fine. I, I, I kinda like that model because as we were saying, like it if you get a new release once a month for six months, then you kind of get six undeveloped metas versus if you get all six models at once then 
you kind of figure out one meta over the course of six months, which is its own kind of fun. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's kind of like releasing like a magic set or something. Um, mm -hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, awesome. you, you got anything else on the on the Stravaganza front? No, I do not. Um, if you want to look at pictures uh, of the unit cards themselves and basically hear what I was just talking about, but in writing form, I do have a recap article up on the Fifth Trooper um, with all these images and some discussion around that. Uh, and then today, actually, we're just dropping the regular Shatterpoint article as well, which That'll is... probably be like a, a week ago when people listen. When, the, yes. when people are listening. <laughs> yes. yes, as of when we're recording. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of diving into conditions and which condition is best, which condition is, is not the best. Looking at all four that we have in the game currently. Cool. So, yeah, give that look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think conditions are a big thing that like I still am kind of figuring out. So um I would encourage people to to take a look at that. Um awesome, 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 awesome. Well, uh I think that's all we've got today. Uh appreciate everybody hanging out. Um I think it is a bright feature ahead. Uh and we'll we'll see where it takes us. So uh right. thank you for listening to the high ground. I'm Mike. I'm Matt, and we'll see you next time. This has been The High Ground, a 5th Trooper production.